0: And welcome back to the Sunday Slate. It's week four. I'm Casey Proctor. That is Alex Ayers. And we've got an awesome slate today. We started off with some football in London. Tell the people how it's going over there, Ayers.
1: Yeah, the Ted Lasso crew is out and supporting. Um, looks like right now we've got flag on the, uh, on the Saints who are up 22 to 19, the Dennis Allen Saints. And so, uh, yeah, barn burner across the lake, across the pond. Um, you know, obviously we're not going to cover that one, but, uh, it's a good one to open up the the morning for all you early risers. I
0: I honestly totally fucking forgot about it. Just like I do every single, every single time that we go across the pond. Um, you know, just the average American guy forgetting that American football is being played in places other than America. Um, but you know what? Honestly, the only thing that I have to say about it is these saints are fucking pesky, dude. Yeah. They are just around in every ball game. They are they're a nuisance to the Bucks. They stick around, then they get blown out by the Panthers. They're going to be a tough team to put any money on all year long. Michael Thomas is out again. It's the Chris Olave show, and I don't know. I just kind of hate that team. Olave was
1: an easy start this week. Yeah, wow. no,
0: he's going to be the man moving forward. I mean, but it, you know, they—they
1: they seem just—they just very much seem like they are on a mission to prove that in this league, that's very quarterback-driven. You don't need a quarterback ever since Leaf yeah. left.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe maybe I was onto something when I said that the a new leaf was turning, and the the day of the quarterback is dying quickly in the NFL, and we'll be we'll be looking at a, a new a new strong core of of positional groups here moving forward. Um, moving forward here, I'm in lovely Abilene, Kansas, the motherland. Um, and so I feel some extra good grounding vibes today of just confidence with our bets. And I think that we we start off with a pretty fun one here with the Colts hosting the Titans, three and a half point favorites in Indy over under is 42 and a half. I think I like the Colts to be turning the corner. I do. I think that the Chiefs shit their pants last week. I think it was a mess. But I think that the Colts are I think they have all the fixings of being a halfway decent football team when that offensive line performs. And I don't know. I feel like riding riding the the high of knocking off Mahomes and the Chiefs has got to go into this game against a division rival where you're oh one and one so far.
1: Right. Yeah. No, this is gonna be death by run play. Um, you know, these two teams are gonna run the ball as much as they can. Uh and so you got, you just got to think about who's who's good around these guys that are you know top tier in the NFL and running the ball. As far as supporting cast, I would probably take the Colts as well. I mean, I know that that Titans defense can be stout as any, uh, alongside the the Colts. As far as you know how they play the game and how they play with big guys up front and, and premier pass edgers on the on the edge. Um, but yeah, no, I I think they're 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 definitely fa- uh, favorites, right?
0: Three and a half points, yeah.
1: Yeah, they're favorites for a reason. I would expect that because mainly for the Matt Ryan, Ryan Tannehill difference. Um, But yeah, I'm with you here. I think the Colts regress more north to the mean of being a good football team again when they've been obviously challenged this year a lot more than they uh, thought they would.
0: We're expecting to be. Yeah, I I think that my favorite play here would probably be the under just because this feels like so far it feels like every AFC South game is going to be 17 to 24 or something and i don't have much hope that both of these teams score three touchdowns today um so i would lean towards the under um we'll see if that one finds its way into sunday's picks which by the way went 500 again last week so we are still sitting at 50 percent on the year again trying to reset that curve and if i mean if anything i like the under in this game Um, But we'll see. We'll circle back to it. Next, we got the Bears at the Giants. The under-enthusiastic bowl. Giants are three-point favorites in the Meadowlands. Over under 39 and a half. Now, I need to address something with you, Ayers. Because here's the deal, dude. I am so sick. We talked about it last week. I'm so sick of you having Justin Fields back. What do you have to say for yourself now moving forward? Are you still pounding the table? for Justin Yeah, pass the ball man.
1: You got pass the ball. I think I think we still need to see this guy pass the ball to like legitimate pass catchers and a legitimate offense, you know. I don't I don't really know what the Bears are doing. Um fields obviously they stink. Have,
0: That's they, they stink.
1: They stink. He's not developing the way that I thought, but but I saw what I saw at Ohio State. He's probably one of the better Ohio State scout scouting reports I've seen coming out of there. I know that they have a challenge the Ohio state university is not that well represented when it comes to becoming NFL quarterbacks. And so Justin Fields is against, you know, a fraternity of dudes coming out of Ohio state that struggle to be quarterbacks in the league. Um, he just happens to, in my opinion, be one of the better of the bunch, And I think, I think he gets, I mean, it's a quarterback league. So, Hey, you know, give him, give him all the fault in the world, but the bears are the bears. And, you know, uh, when stuff's not solid around you, it's, it's tough to to prosper, especially as a second year quarterback.
0: So I think um, this has nothing to do with him. But when for again, and we're saying right now, even what I think may be to come, right now it is the quarterback. It is the quarterback, the QBL. That's it. And the Bears don't have one, so I think about that when I when I think of the Bears. But when we saw. The Packers played the Bears on Sunday Night Football two weeks ago, and Aaron Jones rushed for like 160 yards, and they just absolutely got dominated on the ground. Saquon Barkley is all the way back. The Bears will not have an answer to a clock managed against them because they can't score at will or meticulously or in any shape or fashion.
1: We lost your proc. I don't know if I'm still live or if you if, if you're still live or what. We've got zero viewers, so we're good. Okay, so before Proc continues to dump on Justin Fields and the Bears, we have Bears-Giants, a battle of two quarterbacks that are going to be pretty tough uh, to root for in Justin Fields and Daniel Jones. The over and under on this game is 38.5. Giants are three-point favorites, and I'm taking the Giants here. A lot of weather concerns going on on the East Coast. And so uh, you, you got to expect that to continue with this game as well. Um, moving on from them, we've got the Seahawks and the Lions. Seahawks are three and a half, or Lions are three and a half point favorites over under 48 and a half. Obviously, Geno Smith and Jared Goff are also not the quarterbacks that you want to put into play, uh, but two very scrappy teams that, despite their quarterbacks, are going to try and win some ball games. Uh, Both teams are one and two. Uh, We will be taking the Lions in this game. Move on to Philadelphia. Jacksonville versus the Eagles over under 44. Eagles are six and a half point favorites. Uh, This one also looks to be affected by weather. Um, Much better quarterback play here in this game, but we might not be able to see it because it may be a heavy run game for both teams as they move away from the torrential downpour and the winds coming uh, through the weather. Then you've got the Chargers and the Texans. Pretty clear, uh, clear favorite here is the Chargers by six. But both teams, uh, between the both teams, they've only got one win combined this season. Uh, you've got the Chargers third in the AFC West, the Texans fourth in the AFC South, and so both teams are battling um it's a must win for both teams honestly at this point but we know that the chargers are the better team so go ahead and take the chargers i'm not sure if you want to take the spread um herbert's still developing and so or after that injury he's still developing you know and recovering from what he's got going on there so uh cautious play here because the texans can be scrappy too and the chargers we've seen them uh play with the best and play with the worst so uh who knows at this point in the season Tough to say, with only three games in. Um,
0: (laughs) Oh, we're back. The consummate professional.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You left me hanging on that horseshit Justin Fields bit, man. What the hell?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome. Oh, man, that's dark. I'm sorry. Um, Look, I I flicked it over to the Twitter and was keeping up with you. Um, I'm assuming that you said we're taking the Giants in every way, shape, and form here, right?
1: Yeah, we're taking the Giants. Unless,
0: unless do you just like them on the money line? It's minus 162, so it's not super, like, valuable odds. But they play tight games. They play tight games. Look at what happened last or on Monday night against the Cowboys. Like, the only game that Justin Fields played, like, came out and played, played, was against the Niners and Trey Lance, who also yeah. fucking stunk when he was making his breakout. So – I mean, I like I like the money line on the Giants, and that that would be my pick here.
1: Yeah, no, I would too. I think the Giants are playing good football. If Justin Fields throws over twenty times, uh, I happening. can promise you, I'll be I'll be reviewing that tape and, and getting back to you with uh, a more up to date uh, scouting report on the kid. I still like what he has, still want to see more, but man, he's 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 looking like another Ohio State quarterback here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's enough Justin Fields slander for the day because I know that you just can't handle it right now. Um, <laughs> where, where did you go Where did you go next? How far ahead of us did you get here?
1: Well, then I covered the C, uh, the Seahawks and the Lions, um, another game Ooh. which doesn't have a bunch of great uh, quarterback play. But I said that we would be taking the Lions here. Um,
0: I like the Lions with the points, minus three and a half. I think that the Lions can win this game by a touchdown.
1: That's so I feel like we're starting to hit our in sync stride here. Um, Perfect. Shout out Justin Timberlake. Uh, we're hitting our insane stride <laughs> midseason, or I think in the first quarter of the season, because that was something that I definitely went off the feels of. And, yeah, I'm taking the Lions here. Um, I just feel like they're going to play a better, a more solid game, more complimentary football on both sides. Uh, I yeah. then talked about the Chargers and the Texans, talking about how the Texans have been scrappy, and, you know, the points might seem like a, a trap here. Uh, but, you know, you've got two teams that are – at one win between the both of them, uh, right. really, really battling for relevancy and really battling for, you know, later on in the season where they're like, yeah, we should have won that Texans game or yeah, we should have won that Chargers game. So yeah. taking the Chargers because Herbert's suiting up, but. Um, I'm probably yeah. I mean,
0: my, my favorite thing here is I'm starting is. Damian Pierce in every, every league that I have him in, just like I did last That's week. We're, we're seeing the involvement grow and also, Keenan Allen this week came out hot uh, early on with a couple of – they were limited practices. We got a score update. Minnesota up 25-22. Um, see it. Yeah, under two minutes. New Orleans in two-minute offense. Um, but Keenan Allen did not practice Friday. So he's out for another week. And he was trending towards being in the in the lineup this week. Um, But so basically, that means to me, if you were able to secure Josh Palmer off of waivers two weeks ago, plug him in because this is your last chance to have him. And I expect the Chargers to win this football game, although I do expect it to be a challenge. I I think that you're right on the money saying that five and a half is kind of a trap from Vegas. Um, It feels it feels tedious, but I don't I mean, I don't know if the Chargers can win by a touchdown over this Texans team that is as scrappy as it is.
1: We might be getting a little froggy here, but my start of the week is Mike Williams. I expect him to go over 70 yards and get a touchdown in this game.
0: Okay. Well, that's gotta be plus money for you.
1: We could we can add that to the parlay, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, let's see. Uh let's sprinkle in. Let's sprinkle in.
1: Mike Williams anytime, T D. All right. Sold. Or we can go yards, but.
0: I'm down with Mike Williams at plus 150. Let's see what let's see what FanDuel has his yards at. Receiving receiving yards Mike Williams over under 60 and a half so we like a Mike Williams pop here we
1: yeah I mean yeah I mean here's the crazy thing is is before the broadcast and obviously it's easy to say now but I definitely would have taken an Olave anytime touchdown in this early game and and that paid off easy
0: yeah how do you like how do you like this do you want uh do you want Mike Williams over over 61 over 60 and a half or do you like him with the touchdown
1: I said seven or 70
0: so so that seems like free money
1: Feels like, yeah, feels like we feel pretty confident about it. But, hey, we might have a lot of eggs in that Mike Williams basket. Hey, Hey, welcome to Mike Williams Week, everybody.
0: Yeah, welcome. (laughs) Brought to you by the Sunday slate. It's Mike Williams Week, baby. Yes. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Mike (laughs) Will (laughs) made it. Hell yeah, baby. Um, All right, shit. So we love that. That's a testy we're one. Staying away from the
1: scoring of the Chargers in Texas. Yes. We're all in on the Mike Williams. Because the Texans uh, are tough,
0: dude. The Texans are just too tough. They were tough last year until they like, unless you score 40 points against the Texans, you're gonna have to play the Texans tough. And I don't think that the Chargers are scoring 40 points this week. So no. fair a- enough.
1: After that, Went and talked about the torrential downpour that's happening in Philly right now, uh, between the Jags and the Eagles. Ooh. Much better quarterback play. We gotta weather. That, game. Uh, yeah, bad weather game, exactly. Much better quarterback play compared to that Seahawks-Lions bit. But um, overall, you got to be aware of the bad weather. The Eagles, you know, I mean, last year they were the leading rushing team. So this is going to be probably a big Miles Sanders game, Boston Scott, Kenneth Gainwell. I mean, we've already seen a week where all three of those running backs find their way into the end zone. Yeah, Don't be yeah. surprised if it happens again this week, um, strictly because of the rain and the wind.
0: And it's a Philly team that is favored by a touchdown here. So it's six and a half points over under 43 against the Jags. And the Jags have been
1: – I'm staying away from points.
0: Staying away from points.
1: Jags have been kind of nice, and obviously game script goes a long way here, but the Eagles have not – the Eagles have played very safe, very keep you at a distance, and let's walk oh, yeah. into the fourth quarter with a big lead second half football. And so without seeing that dominant, I mean, they've been so dominant in the opening quarters of a lot of these games that they just need to play stout defense and kind of milk the clock in the second half to win the ball game. They've done a great job with that formula so far. Uh, But the Jags are probably, probably facing the best quarterback that the Eagles have faced all season, Uh, probably facing one of the more stout defenses that the Eagles have faced all season. And Dougie P's coming home, baby. He brought us Super Bowl 52, and now he brings us the, the recovering Jacksonville Jaguars and a pretty good quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. We've got a tie game in London.
0: Yeah, what do you think uh, – oh, we do.
1: Off of a 60-yard deal What's the goal. clock look like? We got it. it's, it's, it's a two-minute drill for Kirk Cousins, so let Kirk cook.
0: Let Kirk cook. Um, dude, so the last thing that I have to say about Philly is they're the lone remaining undefeated team in the NFL. Yeah. After, after Tua's nasty injury and the, the Dolphins lost that game. Um, I shout, guess, out.
1: shout out Philly based Scott Adler. Scott Adler, part of the Philly based crew out there. Uh, he took at the beginning of the season, he took the bet Eagles' last remaining undefeated team. I don't know how many people had it out there, but Scott did. So shout out Scott. He is swan diving into Richard. A true writer.
0: A true writer. Yeah. Okay. So. I mean, I don't know. With the, with, with the way that the first two weeks of the season went, I just don't know how long somebody can ride with a zero in the loss column. Um, and the Jags are so frisky. I think that we just kind of stay away from this one. If we needed to come back to it, I would like the Jags plus six and a half.
1: Yeah, I'll go Eagles money line.
0: Okay, okay. I won't take so we'll leave that in the mix. We'll leave that in the mix. Um, is that where you left off on the solo airs bears?
1: Yeah That's where I left off, and I was heading towards uh, Pittsburgh with the Jets and the Steelers. Oh, okay, Steelers
0: three-point favorites over under 41 and a half. Boy, another really unenthusiastic matchup, but it's these things that can make for a fun football game. Like the Jets, Garrett Wilson is so nice. I had a dream about Garrett Wilson the other night. It was like I was at training well, camp, and good. Garrett Wilson is just a dude. He's just one of the boys. And he he's gonna be the lifeblood of that offense moving forward. The Michael Carter, th- that whole group, like they have the they have the depth. We're getting we're we're getting Zach Wilson back today, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think Jefferson might have just put the proverbial n- nail in the coffin. He is in field goal range after a sweet. I mean, that's just game on game. Lattimore versus Jefferson.
0: Ooh,
1: he goes straight and nine route and Kirk dropped it in the bucket.
0: Like Kirk Cook. Like What's Kirk. that clock look like? One thirty.
1: About 130 they They're about to let Cook cook.
0: Oh, <laughs> hey, we need uh, – I wouldn't mind him punching one. Man, that'd be good. For, there you go. For, that'd be good for two of my fantasy leagues. Um, so, so let's go. Pittsburgh. Um, the only thing that I – is in the mix there.
1: What was that? You sounded like a robot.
0: I think that I think that the entire secondary. I, I I like George Pickens getting in the mix today.
1: Oh yes, always he's open all the time. Am I so. sounding like a robot still? No.
0: <laughs> I, well, no. I, yeah, I like for him to finally get the looks that he's deserving of. It's been long enough. It's been a long, cold road. Go the damn ball, Mitch. Here, and I think it's time for our man. It's time for yeah. Mitch to give him the damn ball. I mean, last week you saw him. You saw him throwing a fit on the sidelines, like. I just think he's there and sauce is going to be on Deontay Johnson all day. So you can basically kiss that goodbye.
1: I mean, you got to deal with uh... DJ Reed jr. Is really making, we, we've talked about this in the past at the Sunday slate. We, we were real big fans of the jets off season. Um, We loved Uzoma. We loved Conklin. We loved Jordan Whitehead. I'm not really sure how well, what Jordan Whitehead's playing ball right now. And that's on me, but DJ Reed jr. Is playing really good ball. Uh, and then yeah, you, you got Sauce as well. So he's he's playing a good ball as well. Um that's one thing to So maybe DJ here. reads
0: on Deontay and then Sauce is Chase Claypool.
1: Yeah. Sound like that. But either way, Pickens is always open. So just throw it to him, Mitch.
0: Just fucking throw it to him, Mitch.
1: We're sick yeah. of your shit. Mitch. I'm saying far away um, from that So game. do you like the – I don't want anything to do with this game. This game's gross. All
0: right. Throw it away. Throw it away. Bills at Ravens. Bills are three and a half. Who you, you got? Or Jets? <laughs> I mean, yes. I like the under. I like the under, and that's it. I like a boring. Okay. Yeah. I like a boring, saltine vanilla game here in Pittsburgh.
1: Just. I think since worst. Wilson's coming back, I think Steelers take it. Home team takes it, but I'm not betting this game at all.
0: Steelers get back to Steelers get back to all the takeaways. The the interception party picks right back up where it left off with Josh or Zach Wilson at the helm.
1: Minka might have a uh, Wilson seeing ghosts. So who's, yeah. who
0: knows? Yeah. Well, yeah, we're just going to fucking stay away. We're just going to stay yeah. away. I also, the Steelers are just a tough team to bet on and the jets, nah. Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco does against the Browns. I'm, I'm salty with both of those organizations at the moment. Buffalo bills at the Ravens bills, three and a half over under 50 and a half it's been a minute since we had a game live up to what it should be you know what yeah. i mean like the, uh, the offensive excitement like oh, this is you what the dolphins and and the uh the dolphins and the bangles did the other night like the Bengals are kind of finding their identity but then you look at the bangles and the bills that was a shoe-in for being the game like we're we're back to business this is who we this is who we've been excited about. This is the matchup we love. It was a total fucking stinker. So the Ravens are are mean. Lamar is like in MVP form. I'm loving what we're seeing from him. And the Bills i have got a little bit of red ass coming off the loss to the Bill to the Dolphins. So this one, I think 50 and a half. I think that we we ride this, and this is our over bet of the week.
1: Yeah. You go over on the on the Bills? I mean, I like that i like with over
0: 50.5 with the bills and the Ravens.
1: i'm down to add that because i don't think the secondaries are injury challenged and challenged challenged i mean they're not covering guys when they're healthy and we've got guys that are not healthy and so um you might see i know gabe davis is hell I, I i know that the, the weather's awful in this game and that's one He's thing still questionable
0: consider. i think it's a Gabe Davis is active, like in Philly.
1: Dawson Knox is active, but one thing that we got to consider with this over/under is the weather. And with a 47-yarder in London, and it's just cold and rainy. We've got a 28-25 game, and the Saints have no timeouts in 24 seconds to turn this around.
0: Weather in Baltimore? Oh, it's dumping rain today. It's a sloppy boy. It's a cold slopper. 55 degrees and just raining. Raining, yeah. raining, raining. Rainin'. Hmm. I want to take the under. Well, how much? You like the under? Okay. Well, hey, you know what? I'm going to stay away from it. We'll call this the big well, yeah. the week, which I'm 3-0 in. I'm just going 3 in.
1: here's what I'm saying is, outside of that, not a lot of teams are even approaching 50. I mean, Seahawks-Lions at 48-and-a-half, you think that's going to be 48 and a half? You think those offenses have 48 and yeah, half Josh
0: points. Allen played.
1: Josh Allen's good, but the ball's gonna, the, the air's gonna be taken out of that ball with all that rain.
0: Josh Allen played in Wyoming. Josh, I'm like, I just I, I think that the the pace that the that they can play at. I think that Josh Allen can still run. Mm-hmm. Like people are starting to be con- people oh, concerned run, about like, sure. like the longevity of Josh Allen's life. Like they can get away and run. The Ravens can get away and run. There's still crazy speed in Baltimore. Like, I don't know. Do you think the Ravens the Ravens defense that has stunk so far? Uh Bills defense that has got a beat up secondary. Do you Very think that this is a game that there's only this is what, like a twenty twenty to seventeen game between the Bills and the Ravens, even in the rain and the cold?
1: I think it could be because of the rain and the cold, but hey, a, you, you do have the record this all right, year. Fine. So all
0: right. Let's well, go over. I mean, hey, let's just keep talking. Let's keep talking. Let's keep talking. Let's keep talking. We'll keep working. We'll, we'll maybe circle back to that one. For me, we might be putting the big pick sure of that the week good. on these points. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. We're being robbed of that yeah. because – well, I mean, that'll be on the big screen for me. Um, that'll definitely be on the big screen for me. And, you know, for the Jacksonville, it's an honorary mention, But – we got two games in the new year in the Midwest. Browns at Falcons. Falcons are one and a half point dogs. I've lost all faith in Cleveland. Yeah, no, Cleveland's come on. Falcons, yeah, are, the Falcons I mean, are the dogs. Falcons are the dogs. Falcons are one and a half point
1: dogs at home. Damn. I mean I'm taking Atlanta in this game, man. We need Marcus Mariota. We get him straight.
0: We get, get him straight up at minus one hundred and four, and if you take him with one and a half, you get him at minus one eighteen. So it's really, um, it's no, not
1: much of a difference.
0: And I hate the Browns. I would much rather bet on the Falcons here. I would just, I'd love to see the Drake London train keep chugging and feed my fantasy team, and Go the Falcons, Falcons just blow past the Browns and just end the season for the Browns right here. Just, I mean, you want to talk about nails and coffins. Holy cow. Right. All the excitement coming into this thing. And then what it's turned out to be, fuck them. Falcons on the money line. We're putting that in. <laughs> we've, we've yeah, officially got, got four selections. Um, Commanders at Cowboys, Cowboys, three point favorites, another NFC beast.
1: Hey, I'm taking the Cowboys so hard the in this. Truth. Truth. Dude, you know who's you not the
0: truth? The truth.
1: You're getting real roboty. And so I'm just going to take off. You know who's not the truth? Is Carson Wentz. I saw a tweet that should be in the Hall of Fame of tweets. And the tweet said Carson Wentz could not feel a pocket if it was on his jeans. And that is the most truthful tweet I've ever seen. This dude <laughs> dude, nine sacks, nine sacks last week to the Eagles. Nine sacks, and, and four of them were on Wentz. So you've got Micah Parsons coming for that. Yeah, Micah Parsons above five and a half sacks. You take me over. In the Micah Parsons is going to go nuts. And if it's not Micah, it's going to be D-Law. And the Cowboys get another week of pretending like they actually are going to compete in this league. And that's great. We love that for them. But damn, dude, the commanders look real bad. The Cowboys are going to be at home. You know Jerry's already feeling it. He needs a win here big time for his fan base. Um, Cooper Rush, according to Michael Irvin and a bunch of other uh cowboy fans is the next Tom Brady. So let them have that dude. Let them have it and watch Cooper Rush do his best Tom Brady impersonation today as they go and they beat the the commanders by 10.
0: Uh, that's where I'm at. All right. So Cowboys with the points. Cowboys minus three easy money.
1: And that's, that's it for that's the morning games.
0: Free money because the commanders are a dumpster fire. That's it for the morning games. To the afternoon. Do I still sound like shit?
1: I mean, you're just, you're chippy. You know, you're choppy. You're like, you're like Ravens pass coverage. You know, you're there one play and you're gone next. But it's okay. We're, we're going to make it through.
0: <laughs> all right. We're going to grind through this thing. Cardinals at Panthers. Panthers plus one at home. 43 and a half is the total. Cardinals Bro, all the way. This is.
1: Absolutely! Are you kidding me?
0: This team—it's so- <laughs> I mean, not even funny. The Panthers are so—the Panthers are the worst team to watch in the NFL. They're worse than the Browns to watch. Come on,
1: man! Yeah, no, it's- add them to the add to the
0: bucket. Yeah, that's easy money. That 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 locks up our six picks. Easy. And the Vikings have won. Yeah. Will Lutz. Um, the king.
1: Just off. Oh, we have a... Did the damn thing. We had another double doink today, dude. Wait a minute. Is there a third? That just happened? We got another double doink today. Unfortunately, Will, that's not going to do it. Saints lose. Vikings win. Damn. Oh,
0: with a chance to win, he just double-doinked?
1: With a chance to tie Ew. it and send it to OT, <laughs> he double-doinked. Oh, man.
0: Hey, that's those Saints, dude. That's those man. Saints. They're going to play it tight, and they're never going to fucking win. Man, that's number 76
1: on their offensive line, I don't think he's had a worse day. Just looking on his reaction of that no. double doinked. He, he has never had a worse day than today. Um, Yeah, Cardinals, absolutely. By three. All the way. Easy. Yeah, we'll take it. With points, yeah. dude. Come on
0: by more than three yeah yeah, yeah. I right, bring Broncos. it home um Broncos Broncos at Raiders first um Raiders are favored by two and a half at home I kind of like I kind of like actually this being the Russell Wilson breakout party I think that the Broncos are like I mean the defense is nice the Raiders offense stinks more so than anything Derek Carr fucking stinks. And that yeah. Russell Wilson-led offense finally had one drive last week where they looked like they could score. I, I still am going to pound the table, start Cortland Sutton today. I'm actually playing Damian Pierce over Javante Williams because I'm sick and tired of watching that offense just stall out. Um, but I love the Broncos here with with points. Um, Two-and-a-half-point dogs in Las Vegas. I just think the Raiders fucking stink straight up.
1: Yeah. I, it's hard to argue with that, you know. I'm gonna. The Broncos I mean, aren't good. Gonna,
0: yeah, but the Raiders. Broncos
1: are no by no means good. But the Raiders have so much to figure out, man. They're 0 3 3. You know, we just we just did a, a a catering event for Darren Waller here, and man, if he is if his play is as bad as his his wardrobe, it's gonna be nothing but the same for the Raiders here for the rest of the season. I mean, his, his wardrobe was bad.
0: Hot take: series. Darren Waller can't dress.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't really put it as much on him, but uh, (laughs) yeah, dude, not a good look. Not in the record books, not in the stat sheet, not down at the sports book, and and certainly not in an airplane hangar. We got to we got to we got to sure that up. You know, I feel like when you and I are at odds with with a matchup, we always defer to the quarterback play, and, you know, Both of these quarterbacks have not played the best, but I think, you know, gun to head, if you needed a quarterback to take you there, I think both of us would probably go with Russ.
0: I like Um, Russ over Derek Carr every time.
1: Yeah, and so, you know, the only thing that's kind of moving me away from this is that it is a home game, and I don't think that the Broncos are necessarily a 2 and one team. And so I could see this kind of playing out to just be a regression to the mean type game where the Raiders end up one and three and the Broncos end up two and two, and that AFC West is taking more and more shape every week. But um, yeah, you know, there's not at the end of the day, it's it's not there's not a lot of continuity on either team. You know, you can't sit here and say that the Raiders are are in a continuous type of of, of vibe here because uh, McDaniel's is new and he looks trash. Let me just tell you this much: I will be the first to say that Josh McDaniel's is not it. He wasn't it the first time he was hired as a head coach and didn't end up head coaching. He wasn't it when he was hired the second time as a head coach and didn't end up head coaching Las Vegas. Take a note because the dude third time he's accepted a head coach role. Shoot. I'd rather have Brian Flores. You know, this is crazy. He's, he's not it. Yeah. And so to me, I'm putting all of this on Josh McDaniels. Um, awful. This is the best Raiders roster you've had in years. This is the this is most excited. The fan base has been uh, since they moved to Las Vegas and Josh McDaniels is ass. So I'm with you here. I'll go Broncos because I just don't trust those Raiders yet. And if it's and yeah. 4, Daniels might be out in a year, which, you know, Looks a lot Might like his out. first two. Yeah. His head coach tenures. you know, yeah. it's, it's like, dang, you know, you you were competing to have that short head coach tenure because your first two were so short. Um, really not a big fan of him. And he's never been impressive. You've got all these Bill Belichick wannabes and all these, you know, NFL teams, they order their Bill Belichick guy off of Wish and they come and it's Matt Patricia. So, you know, not, yeah. not quite, it, not, not the winning formula that people think it is. Josh McDaniels. Is looking is looking. Hey, Bill Belichick's the Ohio State of NFL coaches, and it looks like Josh McDaniels is starting to be that Justin Fields guy. Where we're just not, we're not vibing with it, you know. Hey, whenever they come out of that institution, yeah. it's not that guy, you know. You're not that guy, pal. It's not you're
0: that not, guy. You're not,
1: yeah, and, and he's, he, he's weak. He's What
0: weak. a funny, what a fu- funny thing. What a funny thing to talk about like that is the the legacy of the the Belichick coaching tree is flopping yeah. head coaches, you actually know, actually bad. Yeah. Just a damn shame.
1: Andy Reid coaching tree looks yeah. a lot more decorated. Yeah.
0: Well, sp- yes, yes. And when those, I mean, what's also fun point about both of them, when the thing does fall apart, when, when the, the chick leaves the nest and gets stomped on, he just opens the door and lets him back in. Patricia's back in new England right now. Matt Nagy's back in Kansas city right now. That's just yeah, how it goes. Ne- Open arms ne- from to these guys. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Or Gilly. laughs> yeah. Pat's young. at the pack. Green Bay, nine and a half point favorites at home, 39 and a half total. Um, let's check that Green Bay weather report right quick, because if it's shitty everywhere on the East Coast, I'm expecting – it's at least going to be cold up there. We just got cold and cloudy. We got football weather today, 64 degrees, but nothing falling from the sky, nine and a half points. I think the the Packers, the Packers might not be able to run the ball as effectively as they have. And then you're relying on those receivers that have, you know, Romeo Dobbs had the breakout last week, but I don't know. Um, this is a funky game for me looking at it. I'm happy that we already have six picks locked in um, because if we were Coming down to the wire here with the Chiefs and Buck, I not be feeling so hot about anything. Mac Jones is out. so You're getting Brian Hoyer for the Pats.
1: That's the biggest thing.
0: If you have Damian Pierce and or Andre Stevenson, go ahead and go ahead and get them plugged in in your lineup. I think that you can have a plus day in fantasy from either of those cats uh, because we saw that David Montgomery moved the ball well against the Packers, and both of those guys are as talented as David Montgomery as far as I'm concerned. Um are the is the Pats defense tough enough to cover nine and a half? I mean, when's the last time you saw a Belichick team dogged by almost 10 points?
1: Yeah, not not often. Uh that seems like a little bit of a trap, but you know, it is a Hoyer game. Um and Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers hasn't even looked as good as we, you know, as he as he did last year, that's for sure, right? And so, I don't know. That's one of those ones that I don't really – doesn't I'm have the really, tools.
0: He doesn't have Devontae.
1: Yeah. But I, I, that's, a, that's a bet that I'm probably staying away from just because, you know, not as much of a known commodity in who the Patriots end up looking like this, this week.
0: It's another under that I like. I just think it's a low score. I think that the Packers can dominate the clock, and that will just – be it Hoyer turns the ball over once or twice, and that's just that's just the story of this game. It's just a dud. Yeah, that's all the right, end that's of the, the, the afternoon slate. Sunday that's night, play. Sunday night, Sunday night football. Chiefs at Bucks. Hot take: The Chiefs are back after losing that game and all of the bullshit that came out about Pat and EB hate each other. That whole thing, that whole spat, and people blew it up and made it a big deal. It's not a big deal. FYI, 4-1-1, it's not a big deal. The Chiefs offense is still the Chiefs offense. It's just re-identifying itself. We were unable to move the football. We'll struggle to run against this Bucs front, but they're going to be bringing pressure all day long, and Pat's going to have bailout options all day long. The Chiefs are one-and-a-half-point dogs in Tampa Bay. Over-unders 46-and-a-half. I like the Chiefs by four here. I think it's a low-scoring game, but I like a 23-19 like win from the Chiefs that kind of just feels like it's the Chiefs all the way. Tom Brady's been yeah. making his paychecks this year so far just by putting together the fourth quarter getting back into football games. That offense stinks. The argument got him back today. Mike is playing today. But this young, chippy Chiefs secondary is up to that challenge. And I just like the Chiefs all the way. I really do. I You can get them at minus 112 as one-and-a-half-point dogs, minus 102, almost a straight-up money on the money line. I like the Chiefs. I like the Chiefs with the points. I like the Chiefs.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm with you there. I think there's a lot of uh, surprising underdogs this week, and the Chiefs are one of them. Um, our Monday night matchup with the Rams being an underdog as well, uh, that's another surprising one. And so, hey, I think the Chiefs win this game. I think the Rams win tomorrow's game. Uh, those are – those are two teams that i just feel like are better and they're not necessarily being looked at as the threats that they are in this league.
0: And that's just that. We've got we've got our six bets locked in and hey, okay. I mean cuz we agree on Chiefs and Rams, so we're going to we're going to label the the big bet between me and you. We're going to put that on the the over in, in Baltimore, I've got over 50-and-a-half. You've got under 50-and-a-half in the Big Dick Pick of the Week. And then for our, the Sunday Slate Picks today, we've got the Giants on the money line. We've got the Lions minus three-and-a-half. got Mike Williams over 60-and-a-half receiving yards. we got the Falcons money line, which is now plus money. we got the Cowboys minus three, and we've got the Arizona Cardinals minus one. $10 bet should you choose the Cardinals? The six Sunday slate picks of the day would pay you out $433.75. Any final words, Ares, on week four?
1: It's not bad, baby. Go, Birds.
0: Go, Birds. Go, Chiefs. Everybody, go birds, enjoy it. Chief. Drink beer, eat wins. Bet the over. Peace. Peace. Man, that was a slop fast, dude.